You've found the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Delight your soul, feed your spirit, and sharpen your mind with anointed teaching and discussion on subjects such as faith healing, miracles, end-time prophecy, holiness, and everything that apostolics love. And now here's your host, pastor, author, blogger, and teacher, Charles Rodas. Welcome to Everything Apostolic. Well, praise the Lord. This is Charles Rodas, your host of Everything Apostolic. So good to be with you uh, for this podcast. I have a podcast I've been thinking on for quite some time. And the other day, um, I heard something that made me say, yeah, I'm going to do this podcast. It's going to be very informative for you. And uh, as you've seen the title, we're going to be talking about the gifts of the Spirit, but we're going to just be focusing on three of them. The three power gifts, as they're called. Okay, the gift of healing the gift of faith, and the gift of miracles. Okay, uh, to me, these types of things are very intriguing. I remember as a young man, I uh, didn't have much information on them, and I prayed, and I prayed. And Lord God, uh, just, you know, I want to know these gifts. I want to understand these gifts. I want to be able to differentiate these gifts and to know what they mean. You know, you've got all nine of these different gifts, and several are kind of obvious, you know, but some of them, they seem to kind of, you know, move together, work together, intertwine, or, you know, um, and we can make them contradict. And and I'm not at all saying today that you need to know this information to be using the gifts, um, you know, because really what you need is faith. It's not always the knowledge in something like this and i believe the knowledge helps but when your faith is right god will respond to the faith even if you don't know the you know the, the full uh, story of how something operates so i mean it's, it's just good information here the gift of healing the gift of faith and the gift of miracles so when i was a young man back in the 19 by late 80s mid Somewhere in the mid or late 1980s, uh, 85, 87, somewhere in there, maybe. Uh, I obtained uh, a bunch of cassette tapes uh, by uh, the late Verbal Bean. And I believe there were 16 cassette tapes uh, entitled... Uh, the uh how was it uh, the the something uh, the works of the holy ghost that's what they were entitled the works of the holy ghost 16 60 to 90 minute tapes so that's a lot of time right a lot of information to digest well i begin to delve into that i i dove head first and this was just <clears throat> a major answer to prayer to me because i heard about brother bean he was already passed i believe he passed in the late 70s from the car accident that he was in killed in a head-on collision but if you know anything about brother bean if you've listened to his messages on tape or now on even youtube you can find audios um that he uh, that that has been made available of him by different men and i have many of them myself because uh, there was such <clears throat> power that worked through brother brother bean 
And Brother Bean was a very good teacher on these things. And so then after that, I obtained more more, uh, more tapes that I'll mention. And like I said, I've got a lot of the sermons, individual sermons as well. But um, the other ones that I obtained were uh, on the subject of prayer. And so these were very intriguing as well. I think there was mm, maybe eight or nine. I don't know, uh, cassette tapes. <laughs> For you that know what cassette tape is, some of you younger folks, I'm, I'm just kidding there, but uh, I know they will be completely ob- obsolete one day, just like the 8-track is. But anyway, uh, so Brother Bean taught on these gifts, and um, you know he taught on all, all nine of the gifts in, in these 16 tapes, and I learned some things that I, I felt very valuable um, you know, as a young minister, as a young man, just hungry to know the truth and hungry to know how these things operate, how they work. And myself being hungry for the move of the spirit of God. I had a, you know, I, I was raised in a church, uh, a pastor that uh, was prophetic. He was a gift of healing worked in his life. And, you know, we've seen miracle after miracle. Uh, pastor Bradley Bullock was known for um, a number of fasts that he would go on that were 40 days, you know, nothing but water, water only for 40 days. And that's, that's where, you know, where my fire was lit. That's where I received the Holy ghost. (laughs) Yeah. That's where my fire was lit. And, uh, you know, he didn't teach on these things that I'm aware of that I knew of, but, you know, always preaching faith, always preaching these types of things. And God was honoring that. But anyway, so in, in these tapes by brother Bean, uh, he w- very much so separated and uh, differentiated these gifts, all the gifts, but just focusing on these. And I'm going to bring that to you today. And, um, you know, my concern, not it hasn't been, I shouldn't say a concern. It's not been a concern. Um, but mm, all these years, I haven't heard anybody really say what I'm going to talk about today. I, I'm not going to name any great preachers. There's many great preachers I admire, wonderful teachers, powerful, powerful men of God. But I haven't heard anybody until this week on a cassette tape say exactly what Brother Bean said. Um, And that was Prophet T.W. Barnes. And what he said was almost verbatim to what Brother Verbal Bean said. And I have held on to what Brother Verbal Bean said uh, in, in, in the distinction of these three gifts <clears throat> all these years and believing that and, uh, you know, seeking that out myself. But um, it was wonderful this week when I heard that on a cassette tape. What was the title of the message? I don't remember. I, it's on YouTube. You can find people post these sermons of ministers, you know, on YouTube, maybe even here on this on on a podcast as well somebody may have them available i don't know but anyway so we're going to make a distinction uh you know now understand the gift of healing and paul even uses the term gifts of healing and brother bean pointed that out in the teachings one place it's mentioned as the gift singular of healing and then once Paul mentions the gifts, plural, the gifts of healing. Okay, so very interesting there. But uh, also the gift of faith and the gift of miracles. 
So I want to I want to bring what I feel is needed to to the to the teaching here tonight, and uh, let you see the viewpoint of these two very respected men. Now, Brother Bean's been gone so long. Many, you know, today don't know who he is. <clears throat> Back, you know, when I received the Holy Ghost in 1980, listen, he had just passed. You know, he was a recent, you know, it was a recent passing, passing maybe just a couple of years. Uh, I don't remember the exact timing. I don't know the exact timing. But um, so I, I kind of grew up in the Holy Ghost, you know, hearing a lot about his ministry. And then I began to learn about uh, some other great men as well. And, you know, we're always learning, aren't we? I'm, I'm always learning. I, I love the word. I love to learn. And I'm going to keep, uh, uh, I'm going to keep digging. How about you? So let's talk about the gift of faith a little bit. The gift of faith. Now, I learned this, that the two, we're not going to go, you know, and try to repeat everything that I, I've learned or that Brother Bean said on these tapes. I mean, you can you can find those. Um, he can say it much better than me. Fantastic, fantastic teaching. But he taught that the gift of faith was primarily that of um, helping someone receive the Holy Ghost uh, and also raising the dead. Um, I have never uh, seen a person resurrected personally. I have not seen that. I believe I will. I, I really do. I believe that. I, 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 you know, uh, my faith needs to be there. You know, our faith needs to be there and be that level of faith for that to happen. <clears throat> or the gift of faith needs to be operating for that to happen. But, you know, if you pray someone through the Holy Ghost, I, I wouldn't say that you have the gift of faith. Um, just like if you see someone healed by your prayer, that I wouldn't say that you have the gift of healing. Now, this is the way Brother Bean taught it, and I I I, I agree with it. Um, you know, this is the way it made sense to me. Let me say, I, he doesn't need me or didn't need me to agree with anything, but it it makes sense to me, biblically, spiritually, um, in my understanding. But if if this is happening a lot in your ministry. You know, if, if, if a thing is happening a lot in your ministry, you know, and you could name, a, you know, a lot of instances where you, even you alone, prayed with someone, they received the Holy Ghost, it's a possibility you have the gift of faith. You may know that, okay? If a lot of people have been healed under your ministry or through you, you may be a lay person in the church that doesn't preach. That's that's wonderful. And you pray for people and they're healed. You know, a lot has been healed. You you could probably say, be safe to say that you have the gift of healing. All right. But what we want to do is, like I said, is separate these and differentiate these. So I just want to mention the gift of faith because it's kind of an easy one in a sense. And God knows there may be much, much more to the gift of faith than people receiving the Holy Ghost and the raising of dead. And I've heard different things from different ministers. I'm not going to repeat them. Things I personally don't see as part of the gift of faith. Um, I don't, But you've got to understand that every gift operates by faith. All nine gifts operate by faith. You know, um, because somebody gets healed doesn't mean it was the gift of faith. Um, because... 
you know, the tongues and interpretation op operates by faith. You have to have faith to operate those gifts, you know, but that doesn't mean it was the gift of faith, um, you know, so on and so forth. So the gift of, you know, the gift of faith is a gift within itself. Um, but there is a faith for all these things. The gift of faith doesn't operate these things. It's just faith in general that operates the gifts, all right? But in all of that, there is a gift of faith. This gift of faith is higher than, uh, it's just another, the way I explain it, okay? It's a higher level than uh, a faith that a man has. You know, every the Bible says uh, in the New Testament that every man was dealt in measure of faith. He was given by God a measure of faith. Every Muslim and Buddhist and atheist, every Christian believer, every every man, every woman has some level of faith. It depends on how they use it. <clears throat> you can have faith in evil more than good. You can have faith to believe that there is no God. That's faith. You have faith that there is no God. They don't even know they're operating faith. You're not operating a gift of faith. They're just, they just have that faith that was given them. There's a higher gift than that. No, I should say, I'm sorry, not gift. There was a higher faith than just that general faith. And that is the faith that comes via the Holy Ghost. Because there is a fruit of the Spirit called faith. Right? Okay? So every man has dealt a measure of faith. That's that's the faith that everybody has. There is another faith that everyone with the Holy Ghost has. It's a higher faith. It comes because of the Holy Ghost. It's a stronger level of faith. It produces more than the average man on the street without God. That's right, because it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. So there's two levels right there. The third level, as I see, is the gift of faith. It's a special faith, amen, again, to help people receive the Holy Ghost. It's a special faith to raise the dead, amen. So, but remember, just because faith is operating doesn't mean you know, um, I was recently healed. My hand, my wrist was healed. I was, the uh, doctor was talking about a surgery. I went in for an MRI and I prayed on the way there. I said, Lord, um, when they do this MRI, I, I don't want to have a surgery. I don't want to have a surgery. I don't want the surgery. I, I don't, I, I, you know, I was ready to do it, but I've been suffering about two and a half years with tremendous pain in both wrists from um, you know, an accident more or less uh, in, in some work that I did. My right was much worse than my left. So we were going to start with the right. Anyway, so did the MRI. The results came back. Absolutely no tear, no nothing. It was gone. Went to the doctor. He put it up on a screen. He verified it. Right. And I've been doing wonderful ever since. I've been fantastic. You know, so I've been healed. But that doesn't mean it was the gift of faith doesn't necessarily mean it was the gift of healing it was but i was healed by someone's faith someone that prayed for me okay i received prayer at church could have been one of those people that had faith for me could have been my faith doesn't matter really doesn't matter no one's taking credit or glory it, that goes to god all right so 
we'll we'll circle back around to that a little bit, but we want to get in and more differentiate the gift of healing and the gift of miracles. This is going to be good. Hold on to your hat. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back with you. Well, praise the Lord. I want to tell you about my newest book. Hey, this is September of 2022, and I just released, just published in Amazon and Kindle, my ninth book, and I'm super excited to tell you. And it is the heartbeat uh, of my ministry and the greatest desire that I have. And the title of the book is How to Help someone receive the Holy Ghost. How to help someone receive the Holy Ghost. I encourage you to go to Amazon, go to Kindle, get a copy, take a look at my new book. And of course, in Amazon, as you may know, you can always open that up and read a little bit in the book. So I encourage you to take a look at how to help someone receive the Holy Ghost. This is for the altar worker, the person that is passionate about helping people receive this wonderful gift. It's for the person that has that altar working uh, desire in his heart to, to help, help people be born again of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And if that's you, if you're interested in this subject, well, take a look at the book. I believe my 40 years experience might have some great takeaways for you and uh, to be encouraged and walk in this ministry and to walk in this gift. All right. In Jesus name. Hey, thanks for staying with me here. Appreciate that. We're going to get into some good stuff here. So just we left off there a few minutes ago about the gift of faith and faith in general, you know, faith that comes even through the Holy Ghost, so three three levels of faith and the gift of faith being the highest and for a couple specific things, as we talked about. Now, like I said, every gift operates by faith, but that doesn't mean that the word of knowledge is the gift of faith. That doesn't mean if someone receives a word of knowledge about something from God, that wasn't the gift of faith. No, no, no. The gift of faith wasn't operating the gift. It was just the faith via the Holy Ghost, okay? Because the Holy Ghost comes with faith, okay? Because, again, faith is one of the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, right? So, yeah, faith is one of the fruit of the Spirit, but then also it's a gift of the spirit because it's part of the fruit of the spirit okay that part of our faith through the holy ghost will operate any of the gifts that we may have i believe that the gifts um are are resident in a believer if they have received a gift all right i don't believe they bounce around okay uh from person to person i don't believe they're just random uh, we can go into that's a different teaching. Paul said, desire earnestly the best gifts, giving us an indication that you need to desire a gift. You need to seek after it. All right. So let's talk about now uh, the gift of healing. 
What is the gift of healing or the gifts of healing? The gift of healing is the healing of all manner of sickness and disease, whether it be immediate or recovering. All right. We're talking about supernatural intervention. We're not talking about through, you know, an aspirin or a Tylenol or through an operation or the, from the help of a doctor. We're not, that's not the gift of healing. Not saying those things can't help at times, not speaking against that. My point is the gift of healing is a supernatural event that takes place because of the gift. All right. It can heal blind eyes, deaf ears, cancers, tumors. You know, it can make a limb grow out. It can, the gift of healing can heal anything immediately. Or as in Mark 16, they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Who? The believer. So even the believer can operate in a faith. There we go. That word again. So don't, this is where people get tied up. They, they want to intertwine these and they're not sure how to differentiate these. But that's what I'm trying to do today. All right. So again, it takes faith to operate these gifts, but doesn't mean the gift of faith is operating. It's just the faith of the Holy Ghost filled person. So that gift of healing is for the healing immediate. Now, the problem that some have, I use the word problem. um, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but somebody says, oh, my healing was immediate. We prayed. Boom. That was the gift of miracles. Well, you know, I was in a service uh, years ago preaching and saw a lady, her lady and her her cyst that was on her foot immediately disappeared. It was gone, you know, in prayer. That was not the gift of miracles. I'm going to show you why I say that is not the gift of miracles. Number one, every healing we must know uh, either comes just from a general faith because of the Holy Ghost or it comes from the gift. Like I said, if, if the gift if the gift is operating, no doubt you'll know that because it's happened many times. And you know, to go around and say, "Hey, I have this gift and that that gift," I, that to me that's a little off. I don't I don't recommend that. Uh, that's who cares? God gets the glory. I don't care who prays for me and I get healed. <laughs> God's gonna get the get the praise and the glory. There's nothing wrong with giving testimonies. God used you. Give the testimony, you know, because we know that you didn't do it. We understand that, you know, uh, you know, if, you know, I heard somebody say one tell, well, praise God. I prayed, you know, and they just, they just so adamant on the fact that, you know, it was just, they were taking glory. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. We want God to get the praise. All right. Let me get back on subject here. All right. The gift of miracles is the supernatural intervention into the course of nature. Now, let me say this again. Now, I've got this from Brother Verbal Bean, okay, from those tapes many years ago as a young man. The supernatural intervention into the course of nature. I had never heard anybody say that until last week. I had never heard another preacher say it. Um, I never heard another evangelist, a pastor. I'm not criticizing. And there may be many that believe it. I just didn't happen to hear them say it. 
It's not something we talk about all the time. Okay. But I, I wasn't, I, I haven't heard anybody. I, you know, I've listened to a number of men talk about the gifts of the spirit and never heard them say that until last week, besides brother verbal Bean, And that was prophet T.W. Barnes. All right. And I was elated. I was excited to hear him say what I have been believing these decades that brother verbal Bean taught. Okay. So to me, that gives it a double confirmation that the gift of miracles is the supernatural intervention into the course of nature. And the gift of healing is a supernatural healing of the body, of a sickness or disease, whatever it is, whatever is plaguing the body. If it be a broken bone. All right, if it be cancer, if it be headaches, whatever it is. When God intervenes and the pain stops, uh, the sickness is healed, there's a recovery there. Again, I'm excluding vitamins and medicine and surgeries. I'm talking about something from God, all right, from prayer. That was miraculous, wasn't it? That pain stopped immediately. But that does not mean it was the gift of miracles. It was still the gift of healing. All right? It was still the gift of healing. Now, let me give you some examples. Now, you, and, and, and back decades ago, when I heard Brother Bean teach us, he gave examples. Last week, when I heard Brother Barnes teach this um, on, on YouTube, he gave examples. I said, well, praise God. I was so excited. I'm going to give you examples as they did, the gift of miracles, all right? Moses' rod, when he threw it down, became a serpent. When he picked it back up again, became a rod, right? We know the story there in Egypt. That was not the gift of healing, all right? Why? Because that changed the nature of the stick. It changed the nature of that rod, and it became a snake. Picked it up again, became a a stick, right? Uh, A cane or a rod, whatever you want to call it. So there was an intervention or a change in the nature of the stick. All right. Moses put his rod in the Nile River, I believe it was. What did it do? It turned into blood. There was blood everywhere. All the water in Egypt was blood. The water that they tried to drink was blood. Everything, all the water. That was not the gift of healing. That was not the gift of faith. There was an intervention into the natural um chemicals or however you want to call it in water that changed by a miraculous event again we're using the word miracle get the gift of tongues and interpretations is miraculous but it's not the gift of miracles see all nine gifts operate by faith and all nine gifts are miraculous but there is a gift of faith, as we talked about. There is a gift of miracles that we're now talking about. The parting of the Red Sea, an intervention into the course of nature. No gift of healing. Nobody was healed there that the Bible records. you know. But there was an intervention in this large body of water that it parted for some time. No, no doubt many hours or a full day that millions of people could walk through. All right. Just giving some examples, all right? I'm not trying to name everything in the Bible. That's too far and wide to do that. But what about Moses when he smote the rock with his rod? 
water gushed out to feed what his history says bible historians say maybe two three million jews that was no trickle my friend that had to be like a river i mean a mighty river pouring out that all these people can drink from so it wouldn't take days for them to take turns no it had to be a massive river that gushed out of this rock that's my opinion all right how else could several million people drink from it at one time okay but it, my point is that was an intervention it was a change in the course of nature that doesn't happen all right what about was it elijah uh, there was somebody there with him i don't remember who it was that had an axe and the axe head the the iron axe head fell off and fell into the water and and, and went to the bottom and what did, what did elijah i don't know what he i don't remember what he did but he prayed or whatever he did, and, and the axe had begun to float <laughs> to the top of the water. That was, you know, an iron axe head is not going to float, period. End of story. We know that. That's an intervention into the course of nature. Elijah, with the 850 false prophets, called down fire and consumed them all. Some type of, no doubt, massive lightning strike that killed 850 prophets. Or, or consume the fire, I should say. Consume the fire that was there. All right? Yeah. They consumed the fire and the sacrifice, the stones and the water that was there. Okay? That, that was not an accident. That was the gift of miracles, intervention into the course of nature. All right? Joshua, the sun and the moon, he said, stop. I'm in a battle stop right there and it did stop the whole universe stopped in its rotation maybe one of the greatest miracles in the bible maybe the greatest miracle when you think about the whole universe stopping because a man said stop but that was the whole the whole nature the what the way god created the rotation of the planets immediately stopped so that joshua could fight the battle because they didn't fight battles generally at night you know they 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 were you know they were warriors that you know they didn't have the the equipment and the things of course that you know warriors today have to fight in all kinds of seasons and weather and night battles that wasn't done a whole lot so maybe a couple examples in the new testament jesus walked on water that was a miracle right peter walked on the water we know that was a miracle no gift of healing i'm just trying to show you here intervention into the course of nature what about Jesus when he multiplied the fish and the loaves? You got a, a, a loaf of bread and a couple of fish, and now it's feeding 5,000 men plus women and children? Give me a break. That was an intervention into the course of nature, changing the nature of the food to multiply as they reached for it. One more I mentioned in the book of Acts, and there's many. There's many more, as you know. You can name them. Uh, Peter was in jail. The angel walked in, smote him, put on your shoes. Prison door opened. That was, I believe, a miracle. That was not a healing. And so what's my point here today? Everything that God does is a, is a miracle. But not everything that happens is the gift of miracles. Everything that happens, happens because of somebody's faith in God. But it's not always the gift of faith and operation. So when we categorize these gifts, 
We have the gift of faith. We talked about it. We have the gift of healing. The blinds open, the blind eyes open, the deaf hear, the lepers cleanse, the lame legs are healed. They stand, they walk. Uh, the leprosy is healed. You know, the, the, that, the, 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 the limb that was Jesus stretched forth thine hand. He had a withered hand instantly made whole. I mean, this is the operation of the gift of healing, not the gift of miracles. No. Well, yeah, we want to say that was a miracle. And it, they were, there's nothing wrong saying that was a miracle. It was a miracle, but it was not the gift of miracles because the gift of miracles is to do with nature. Okay. Nature itself. The weather changes by prayer. All right. We, we could name them. We could just keep going. Right. You may have seen these yourself. You may have seen God operate in these ways. Okay, I wouldn't say that, you know, if someone has, you know, they prayed and the rain stops when they needed it to stop, that now they have the gift of miracles. Well, if that's, you know, if these types of things are happening all the time, Moses definitely had the gift of miracles. I would say Elijah and Elisha definitely had the gift of miracles. You know, and Jesus, of course, you know, and possibly some of the apostles. But, you know, it, it, it's about understanding to differentiate and get a clear picture of what is happening right now. You know, we could do the same thing with the three revelation gifts, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. I'm not going to go into that now, but the same type of thing. They're they're easy to kind of overlap, get them mixed up. And again, for those that get them mixed up, those that don't understand them, really don't have a cl clue, God's not looking for your complete knowledge on this. He's looking for a faith. All right. He's looking for your faith. If you'll pray, listen, I don't care what you know about the gift of faith or the gift of the healing or gift of, listen, if you could pray for my sickness, if I was sick, you go on and pray. And if I, I, I get healed, praise God, we'll give God the glory. I don't care what gift was or wasn't operating. Amen. We're just going to give God the praise. But I hope I have made sense out of this right here. Okay. There is more I could, it would be easy for me to to branch off here and take a lot of time and kind of go on some rabbit trails I don't want to do because um, it, it gets too complex. But wonderful stuff here. Wonderful stuff. I love it. I hope you were blessed today. Amen. Now, be sure to share and be sure to leave a comment right there. Type in a comment. Let me know what you think. But also, if you haven't taken a look at one of our books, bless me in return by going to Amazon. And we've got nine books right now. Uh, this is January of 2024. Looking to release my 10th book in March of 2024. Looking to release that book. Yes, I am. That's going to be my 10th book. And uh, yeah, so uh, Keep your eye out for that, and uh, we would uh, love to hear from you. Take a look at, our, like I said, our books on Amazon, or you can check out my website at charlesarotis.com. Appreciate you. You be blessed. And again, uh, this is Charles Rodas with Everything Apostolic, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Everything Apostolic Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review for it as it provides tremendous feedback to this ministry. Don't forget, more resources are available at www.com 
www.charlesarodis.com. There you will find Pastor Rodis's books and also the newsletter and a free gift when you subscribe to the newsletter. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.